Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Sunday. Hope you're all doing well, gearing up for New Year's. It's the tail end of 2017, 2018. I'm getting my year wrong here. Got the grandsons over. They saw Aquaman today, and they thought it was great. They said it was a lot of fun. I didn't go. Their mother took them. But they were having a lot of fun, and I'm happy for them. So, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that Eric Tinker over at Tinker's Tavern talked about. He was looking through the 1E DMG and kind of lamenting. First of all, as far as intelligence swords go, and other things like that. Yeah, they're a pain in the butt, and I minimize them in my game. So we're agreement on that. On the other thing, the relics and artifacts that Gary put in the back, the 1E Dungeon Master Guide, is an interesting chapter. I wouldn't say it was jumping the shark. It was more like, here, here's how to do a relic or an artifact. And, you know, I find it handy. I find it handy because I don't think Gary made it clear, but there's a lot of things Gary didn't make clear, or he tried to make clear anyway, but the Gygaxian speech got in the way. But I think he was trying to tell us these things here are campaign builders. They're, they're adventure hooks. They're something you base an adventure around which is why you sit there and, okay, this has got this power and that power. I think that's a good thing because, one, it shows you how to make your own, and two, you use them to build a campaign, to build an adventure. You know, it's all centered around this. Everything there, if you notice, has lore that characters can discover. They have lore, they have backstories, whether they're intelligent or not. And it's just a good... I'm glad he put that in there. I thought, I looked through Osric and said, wait a minute, do they have the same thing? No, Osric didn't even touch that chapter. They said this is beyond the pale as far as Osric. In fact, maybe I can find it in here somewhere. Sit in the Because it was like the very, very back in the treasure section. They didn't even want to... It says major artifacts. Unlike minor artifacts, major artifacts... Uh, meaning each is one of a kind that are unique. These are the most potent magic items known to mortals. The power contained as a major artifact is capable of completely altering the balance of power in a campaign. Major artifacts are not easily unmade, and each has a single and very specific means of destruction. A detailed description of major artifacts is not a fit subject for the Osric core rules. As with certain other parts of the first edition system, planar travel and counter statistics for major demons and devils and the like, major artifacts will be dealt with in a separate and subsequent volumes on the grounds that such things are not suitable for play at the more usual character levels. Well, I don't think they ever got around to doing the subsequent volumes because the only other volume I know of is Monsters of Myth, and I haven't looked through that yet. But... You know, it would have been nice if I didn't know they didn't put planar travel or like major demons and encounter statistics, but I, I, I can understand why. But at the same time, it would have been nice if they put that in there just to use it as an example. I know 
you know, I think maybe Gary back in the day when he first put out the DMG, I think that he kind of had the idea people were going to use these whole cloth or just pull it out of the book and just sprinkle them around their world willy-nilly. You know, you don't do that with these. No, you look at the lore, you look at the backstory, you look at what it can do or what you customize it to do, and then you build an adventure and a campaign around that. Because that is a good thing. Because according to the DMG, all of these are one-offs. They're all one-offs. You don't see them anywhere else. They are unique items, as the Osric book said. So, it'll be, it'll be behoove you to use those once in a while. Because they're just, that's how you build a campaign. And so, I'm glad he put that in there because, remember, people were, when this came out, I mean, yes, basic D&D was out, but it was more like, it was more like nobody knew how to deal with something like this. I mean, if you got Baba Yaga's hut in here, you pretty much know that's going to be a one-off. There's no, there's no army of Baba Yaga's huts. Oh, please don't tempt me. But, yeah, Baba Yaga and her army of huts just start all those chicken legs marching towards you. Oh, my goodness. Each artifact, in fact, says each artifact or relic is a singular thing of potent powers and possibly strange side effects as well. Regardless of how many of these, I'm sorry, regardless of how any of these items come into your campaign, only one of each may exist. They're telling you right there. These are unique. You should be building stuff around them. They are, you know, it's like the, the One Ring or the Rod of Seven Parts or something like that. You go on a quest to either find it or destroy it or something in between. So I cannot argue at that point, really. I mean, you got the eye in the hand of Vecna. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a major plot point right there. And they do have a potential to ruin, not ruin a campaign, but change a campaign, if you let them. Uh, It's just possible. But, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm glad they put these in here and gave you your head on it. Gave you, okay, these are, these are special this is how you do it. You've got all these... Uh, it kind of blew my mind when I first saw the DMG, one of the DMG, and I was going, wow, major artifacts, look at all these blank lines. I get to make my own? That is so cool. And and now I see what Gary was trying to do. So, like I said, I'm glad this is in the book, and that's the way they should be used as far as I'm concerned anyway. Okay, anyway, I'm going to go start my day. And remember, if you want to talk about this or debate it or whatever, you can give me a call over at Anchor, leave a voicemail, or you can write me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com. We are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I thank you. So, until I see you again, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.